Speak into the microphone. This call may be recorded for quality control purposes. What quality control? Is this thing on? This is Big Green. Welcome to the September edition of This is Big Green, our second big September. Glad you could join us this time around. we got a good show up ahead. A couple new songs from Cousin Rick Perry. We get another visit with Ned, the talking dressage horse. We're going to talk to Matt Perry. We're going to hear a little outer space music, a little special tribute to Neil Armstrong. Stick with us, lots to come. Yes, welcome to This is Big Green. So glad you could join us. We're going to start with a little tribute to... Neil Armstrong recently departed First Man on the Moon. We are sorry to hear of his passing. We do have a number that's appropriate for the occasion. It's a little song called One Small Step. You've heard it on the podcast before. You may have seen the the video posted on our YouTube channel. Here it is. One Small Step. Dedicated to... Neil Armstrong, first man on another planet. Rest in peace. When I walk on the moon Although nobody knew With my shield I was And can 
choose to go to the moon. And the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. That was One Small Step. And now... A horse is a horse, of course, of course, and no one should speak of this dancing horse. That is, of course, unless the horse is owned by Willard Mitt. Go right to the source and ask the horse, you'll learn he belongs to Mitt's wife, of course. These are the words you must endorse, there's no dancing Mr. Neff. Candidates, they bust and back, exaggerate all day. Mr. Mitt won't own up to it, because it would look like he's gay. A horse is a horse, of course, of course, but this one belongs to Mitt's wife, of course. You never heard of its dancing horse. Well, listen to this. Ron is dancing Willard's not around. I guess I could use the telephone. I need to get committee chairman Priebus on the phone. What kind of a title is committee chairman? It sounds red. Red as a barn door. (laughs) Who came up with that anyhow? Probably that pompous Teddy Roosevelt. Pity the poor horse that had to cart his ass up San Juan Hill. Priebus. Hello? How the hell are you, kiddo? Hello? Listen, we're dumping out on the whiz kid. You know, Eddie Munster. We're doing the what now, the what the who? I think you call him Ryan. It was a big mistake on my son's part to choose such a bodacious upstart. If we were going to dip deep into the cheese and choose a Wisconsinite, of course it would have been you, or what's-his-name, the recall guy, Walker. Uh, Now, who is this? Well, this is Governor George Romney, of course. I've been enlisted to help my incompetent boob of a son win his latest faltering campaign. Wait a minute, George Romney is alive? Listen, Priebus, we've got a hot new name for you. This one has it all. An aristocratic pedigree as long as your ass. Small business experience. A proven ability to win a race. And honest-to-goodness horse sense. He's got no Washington experience at all, and therefore no troublesome legislative history. He's got surprisingly good communication skills and is capable of literally carrying this ticket in a wagon if necessary. He also comes from an important but unspecified swing state. Now look, uh, how, how did you get this number? His name is Nedward Withers. But keep that to yourself, pre-boy. We're going to roll this baby out in a post-convention September blitz. 
to thunderous cheers. Remember, though, mum's the word. Leave it all to Pappy Romney. Yeah, I should warn you. I've just put in a call of Fox Security. Great. See you later, Preeb. Well, I think that went well. But boy, that guy sounds like he's been hitting the fermented feed bag. I'm proud to be an American, or at least I know I'm free. I want to stand up and be proud to be an American. Oh, crimey. How many times do I have to tell you? You're not supposed to use that phone. I only installed one in here after being shamed into it during the last episode. And because I wanted to firm up my mailing address in this, my fifth adopted home state. Um, whichever state this might be. One might think you'd give me some credit for being able to dial that thing with my tongue. We're not exactly flush with digits around this barn, you know. Enough about my phone privileges, Willard. Remember when I had the great idea to volunteer as your campaign manager, and you had the terrible idea to turn me down flat? Yes, Ned, how could I forget? You asked me 97 times. You just didn't want to accept no for an answer. (laughs) I usually run pretty cool, but my circuit board really started heating up after that 45th time. Well, I apologize, Willard. You were right and I was wrong. There has to be a first time for everything, I guess. Golly, Ned, it takes a big horse to admit he was wrong, and it's part of my carefully constructed value system to appear to respect you for it. The truth is, Willard, campaign manager wouldn't have been the right position for an animal of my talents. Now I've got my eye on something much more visible and way more challenging. I'm proposing vice president. (laughs) Ned, as a Mormon, I already have an uphill climb trying to get the evangelical vote. But with a talking, (laughs) forgive me, demonic horse on the ticket, I could just say goodbye to the religious right for good. I only just managed to convince them that I don't have cloven hooves. So you think you can court them with an adolescent werewolf? (laughs) Someone who was at best a C-level sitcom personality? Need I remind you who is the star of his own hit television show? Actually, Ned, your American show was bought out and closed down almost half a century ago. Bain outsourced the production to Bally. You were replaced by two starving street children in a horse-sized basmati rice bag. (laughs) I'm told it was very endearing. (laughs) And Ned, you do know that my running mate isn't really Eddie Munster. He only looks like that kid from certain angles, like from the front. That's even worse. You hired an Eddie Munster impersonator. Probably the only function that guy was ever hired for outside of government. Oh, yeah, and besides that gig driving the Wienermobile. (laughs) To think, Willard, you could have had the original Mr. Ned. Ned, you just can't be my running mate. What is it with you, anyway, with all these sudden career changes? Last month, you were an Olympic dancer. The week before, you were a door-to-door sales horse. (laughs) The week before that, a mafia hit horse. Why all this professional restlessness? Can't you settle on one dream and ride it into the sunset? It was you that put the hit horse idea into my head. 
after you commandeered me to give pony rides to leaders of the Salvadoran death squads. <laughs> I needed those compadres to provide seed money for Bane. I never thought they'd put such a crazy idea in your head. Perhaps you might have been tipped off when they made me trample those pistol-packing nuns outside the bodega in Miami. I was lucky that they didn't manage to squeeze a shot off as they went down. I might be talking in a higher register now. Ned, I know you had a bad experience at the Olympics this year. For some unknown reason, you went rogue at the very beginning of your routine. You disgraced your teammates, your owner... Me, I mean Anne, and you disappointed the greatest country in the world. You know that our national pride relies on our ability to secure a disproportionate number of gold medals at those games. <laughs> we don't want the likes of Botswana to start getting too cucky. That wasn't my fault, Willard. I was sabotaged. Probably by your political enemies. It may have even been orchestrated by Putin. <laughs> I had just started tapping out an audacious arrangement of singing in the rains when an intoxicated Russian quarter horse kicked a dozen ripe melons into the arena. I think I understand now. Melons are your favorite. By the time I finished the melons, <laughs> the judges moved on to a pair of Shetland ponies, river dancing to some unspeakable screeching racket. Well, that would have been the bagpipes. The didgeridoos of the Highlands. Of course, back here we call them didgeridoons. <laughs> I tried to block my ears. Not an easy thing for a horse to do. We thought you'd broken both of your front legs. I even sent one of the boys down to shoot you. <laughs> I think it was Tad. Or was it Todd? My life started flashing before my eyes. Young Tiff, or Turd, was coming for me with a gun. I thought for a moment he was one of those renegade nuns assuming near-mortal guys, coming back from the hereafter to get revenge on me for that death squad job. Well, that's one reason we need Ryan. To help placate those avenging Catholics. Ned, the point is, Paul Ryan is my running mate. And now that I've made a decision, I can't go back on it. The American people have to learn how decisive I can be. The American people have a notoriously short attention span, Willard. If you get up there and announce that I'm your running mate, not only will they not remember anything about your selection of Munster, but they'll be reminded that you are running for something, too. Honestly, I don't know what you were thinking, choosing that upstart. Don't you know you're supposed to look at their teeth before you buy them? If you keep them, you'll see. You'll be filing down his canines after every full moon. And remember, his grandfather was Al Lewis, a vampire, and what's worse, a stinking socialist. Ned, Ryan is not Eddie Munster. He's a hard-working family man that loves his church and his country club. Also, he's a talented legislator who is chomping at the bit to reform America's bloated entitlement system. Bloated with sweet cash that could be invested properly and skimmed regularly. <laughs> oh, darn it, did I say that out loud again? I've been chomping at bits since before he was born. And here you are, as good as saying that I'm ready to be turned out to pasture. 
I'm only 60, you know. That's around 125 in people years. <laughs> it's possible you may be eligible for Romney Medicare voucher coupons in 20 years. Willard, I'm still convinced that you need me to balance this ticket. Remember what Barry Goldwater said? He said, extremism in a fence with a linden tree would make a great vice. Well, Willard, I am that extremism by the linden tree, and I could be your vice. Goldwater never said that. Listen, Ned. The truth is that you are too much of a loose cannon. <laughs> Every damaging leak so far that has plagued this campaign has been traced back to this very stable. Now you've gone too far, Willard. I can't too keep a secret. I never told anyone about the time your father let J. Edgar Hoover ride me side saddle. And I never told anyone that the Mormon god lives on a planet in the Klingon Empire. Actually, Kolob is in a disputed part of the galaxy. Ned, <laughs> you know I hate to disappoint you, but you're going to have to console yourself with another hobby. The vice presidential candidate slot has been taken. Why don't you exercise some entrepreneurial spirit and open up a lemonade stand? You could borrow some money from your parents, perhaps. I tried that, Willard. Not only are my parents dead, but all my customers wanted their money back when they saw where my lemonade spigot was located. And I kept overfilling the glasses. I can't always shut that thing off once it starts pouring. I suppose I could see if they could use you as a stand-in for Biden during the practice vice presidential debate. <laughs> a non-human gaff machine is just what they're looking for. And I think that Fred Thompson is busy this month. I wonder if the Foreign Legion is still accepting applicants. Hmm, I think I just heard the dinner bell. We're having cheesy grits tonight. Another focus group favorite. Good night, Ned. Good night, Judas. <laughs> Where's that phone? Primus, this is former Vice President Richard Milhouse Nixon. What? This is the who? Climb down out of that milk bottle, little boy, and take this down. I've got... I, is it Mom? Never heard it's dancing horse. Well, listen to this. Romney's dancing Stevens, Joe. I couldn't agree more. I just had to say that to you. Vastin Stevens to you as well, Matt. Why, thank you. I didn't even know it was one. That is a rare Madagascar greeting. <laughs> oh my god. Who colonized Madagascar anyway? I guess we know now. <laughs> Must be the Germans. <laughs> no, it's Swedish, Joe. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, Swedish. It was the Swedes. Mm. That was a Swede thing for them to do. Very Swedish. So, welcome back, Matt. Oh, well, thank you. Did you have a good month? It was, uh, it was wunderbar. <laughs> <laughs> it was totally wunderbar. How, how do I say uh, wunderbar? Yes, quite wunderbar. Yeah, yes. It was filled with, with pain and delight. <laughs> <laughs> the givers of pain and delight were with us. Yes, our month, yes, it was wonderful. Yes, uh, how was your month, Joe? Oh, my month was just, just peerless. Lots of it's... crackers under the bridge, I would imagine. Yes, quite a few. Lots of uh, banjo playing and... Lots of uh, banjo playing and crackers under the bridge, just walking your pig around the neighborhood. Your Vasta McGardis, <laughs> your pet pig, my pet pig. Why are you walking your pet pig, Joe? Because he has to go outside once in a while. Yeah, Joe, I told you you're supposed to make like a pig pen for your pig. I know. I yeah. had a rooster in my car the other day. I mean. Isn't that strange? Unexpected. I took a picture of it. I should send you a picture of the rooster in my car. And we should post said picture. Jeff, <laughs> we couldn't do that. On the internets. No, it was a rooster in my trunk, actually. Really? Yes, he jumped up into my trunk. Huh. Accidentally? <laughs> well, you know, it's so funny, because I, I was at the wildlife rehabilitators. I was dropping off a, uh, a, a hawk that was uh, wounded or sick. And uh, while I was there, uh, she has a number of interesting creatures roaming around the property, including like about 400 ducks. <laughs> it's just, you know, wild ducks that just kind of hang out there. And a rooster. And she was kind of in the midst of yelling at her rooster because he's always like beating up, you know, somebody or other. And oh. we went inside with the hawk inside the facility. And when I came back out... It's like I had left the trunk open because I had cut some poplar branches in for one of her. Uh, she has a, a beaver kit she's rehabilitating, and so I bring it food. And mm -hmm. I had left the trunk open, and the rooster had jumped into the back of my trunk. and was uh, oh, rooster running around. Having, having a great time. It was Aww. a really beautiful rooster. <laughs> How did you coax him out? Um, I think, uh, did he leave of his own accord? Judy just picked him up. Uh, he liked it. He yeah. was going to make a little roost there. It, it was, it was crazy, Joe. It was crazy. I was totally crazy. Well, oh. hopefully that hawk is okay. I don't know. I thought he was hit by a car because he, um, there was a, a dead skunk in the road. So I figured, okay, he was probably working on eating the dead skunk when the car came by and knocked him. Because he was on the side of the road, but after we looked him over, and, and it seemed more like he was sick, you know, and that, that he wasn't. And a lot of raptors have been um, coming down with West Nile. Virus. Oh, Jesus, really? Yeah. yeah. I didn't yes. know they got it. Yeah, they do a lot. That's, yeah, well, it's an avian uh, disease. So. Oh. Um, yeah, it's taken quite a toll on the, the bird community. Uh, crows are very susceptible to it. And members of the crow family, like jays, um, but raptors as well, apparently, because there's been a number of red-tailed hawks and great horned owls that have come in with it. Oh, I did not know that. 
I can tell you a bunch of things you don't know, Joe. I'm sure you can. Smarter of the Perry Brothers. <laughs> no, that'd be you. You've got all the school learning. And see, you can do that. Joe learned that in New York City. <laughs> In 1972. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, any uh, interesting letters come in this, this month, Matt? No, Joe, but I lost the pen. I lost the, you what? the Dave Thompson pen. Dave Thompson's only it. pen? <laughs> yes, the masterpiece of a pen that Dave Thompson sent us from Madagascar, <laughs> I had perhaps? It for three whole days, Joe. <laughs> and then it, like, flew out of my pocket. He I... went to a great deal of trouble to bring us that pen, and what did you do? I was, go- I was going trying to get some vittles for my critters, Joe, and it went flying out of my pocket like it had wings. And I never saw it again. And it was the only one. That's no excuse. Well, he only sent us one, even though he knows that we're two people. Nearly two. That's because that masterpiece, his masterpiece, <laughs> could only be made, he could only make them one at a time. I know. <laughs> it Can actually didn't even write. Finally. No, it actually, it turned out, it did write very well. Oh. I mean, it had like, you know, it had like. Uh, a micron of ink in it so I, I don't think it would write well for long because then you have to order more pens from Dave Thompson <laughs> Dave Thompson <laughs> from the handsome beautiful Dave Thompson <laughs> yes you Matt Perry have been selected from thousands to receive this unique gift a handmade ballpoint pen that I personally applied your logo to in beautiful condition it's in beautiful condition. <laughs> just just a, a great special addition to my collection <laughs> that I just all of a sudden have. The pen fires pellets <laughs> from a chamber of expanding gases. Lead pellets, Joe. Now, you um, endeavor yes. to be accurate. George Takai is going to get mad at us, and he is my Facebook friend. I know, and he won't invite us to his wedding. No. Just like he... He stiffed uh, William Shatner, too. He didn't invite Shatner. I could see why. Joe, I'd invite Shatner, wouldn't you? Bitterness, Matt. Bitter dregs. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Spock song. Oh, bitter dregs. Take care, young ladies, and value your wine. Be watchful of young men in their velvet prime That love in the great excitement of night And leave with your treasures In cold morning light Oh, in cold morning light That's... You've ruined the song, Joe. With smiling, <laughs> with smiling words and tender touch. Man up as little, and that's for so much. 
okay, okay, okay. Okay, Mr. Ears. <laughs> Sounds like a sea shanty. It does, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. I'm just gonna down to the sea and chips. I'm going to lean back and enjoy this sea shanty. <laughs> so, Joe, ten weeks before the mast. <coughs> yes, I was out in the outback. What? I was out in the outback earlier this week, and um, I ran. You into went the... to a steakhouse? <laughs> no, Joe. I was as far as from. I was a. I was very far away from any steakhouse, although. <laughs> You figure, you know, people are kind of steak, so any house is kind of a steakhouse. (laughs) Steakhouse. People are raw. Welcome to Joe's Steakhouse. (laughs) This is Joe's Steakhouse. This is where Joe's steak is. I'm the steak. (laughs) He's kind of raw and wiry. (laughs) Yeah. A lot of good eating there. So anyway, Joe, I was in the outback, not in a steakhouse. (laughs) And I ran into these two gents. And these two gents, Joe, they had a dog. Two gents, one dog. What was the dog's name? The dog's name was Fido. Oh, no. It was very original. No, I don't know what the dog's <laughs> name was. It was like Brandy Cakes or Whistler or something like that. Brandy Cakes. So Brandy Cakes come, or Whistler comes running up to me and I say, hey, get down, dog. I don't know time for this. No, actually, I was very friendly to the dog. And the guy, as usual, is one of those guys that says, no, don't, don't jump on the person. Don't jump. You know, I don't fucking care if he jumps on me. That's <laughs> like God. I know. <laughs> Here you look at you're working in an animal sanctuary and it's like, oh no, I can't be touched by dogs. <laughs> oh no, animals can't touch me. I have like <coughs> I have beavers grabbing my hands most days, so it's like I'm hardly gonna worry about a dog jumping on me. <clears throat> anyway. So so I we're I'm talking to the guy for a while, the guys. <laughs> the guy this guy's like an old man or something. And at one point he says, well, you're about my age. <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah, I'm about your age. You're like 100 years old. It's like, what do you mean I'm about your age? And then I had to show him how I wasn't. And I like jumped to the top of the nearest tree and I like chopped it down with the edge of my hand. <laughs> I'll stand up next to a mountain. <laughs> Yeah, no. I, I was doing things like that. But anyway, that guy was calling me an old man. Let's face it, we're Chow. Uh, damn it, Joe. We're Chow. <laughs> Just because there's snow on the mountain don't mean that there ain't caramel in the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like that saying goes, that old saying. Okay, enough with this. Enough with this. Enough with this. Who died this week, Joe? Who died this month? Who is you know who died, Joe? Dead? No. It, you don't fucking know who died. The who? most important man in the world. I mean, the the man who... Jesus, Joe, it's the man. The man, Which Joe. man? The man up there, Joe. The man. He went up there, In the Joe. ceiling? <laughs> Joe, we wrote a song about the man up there, Joe. The man up Joe, fucking there. Neil Armstrong died, Joe. Oh, Jesus. 
the only man who will probably be in the history books in the movie The Time Machine. <laughs> hmm. First man on the moon. Because the emo will have destroyed all the history books, you know? Because the, the other people, the Morlocks or something. He's the last of the firsts, Matt. <laughs> My point is, is that he's somebody who will be in the history books even when all other history is erased because somebody that actually went to the moon. Although we know it didn't really happen. He's the last a hoax. He's the last of the firsts. <laughs> well, that's too complicated for me to understand, Joe. No, it isn't. No, it's... Uh... Yes, you're right. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Neil Armstrong, yes, passed away, yes. Uh, actually, they had his funeral today, which kind of dates this a little bit, but they had his funeral today at the National Cathedral in Washington. But you seem to know all about it now. And Michael Collins, well, now that you've reminded Michael me. Michael Collins, he's still alive. Yes, Michael Collins spoke. Is he still, he's still like in the he's lunar module yes. <laughs> orbiting the moon. It's like, what the hell? Those guys must have taken some other transport back. Guys, guys. <laughs> Can we go home now, guys? He's like turning the knob and the nose cone is like going to now history. They had, they had Michael Collins and they had Michael Collins, whose name is the same as a Irish revolutionary. And, and they yeah, had, that's right. And they had um, Sirwin, who was... It's Sirwin Vega, Joe. No, we're, Delta, <laughs> we're orbiting Sirwin Sir Vega, Joe. Well, that does bring the world of television space travel and the world of uh, terrestrial no, space travel, to tell actual your, real life space travel. To tell the listener, to tell the listener, we have a big speaker in this room, and it says Sirwin Vega on it. So it's our Sirwin Vega main text. Yes, <laughs> I doubt the company's still in business. Their products kind of blow. <laughs> Don't sue us. And also, Sirwin Vega, if you underwrite us, we'll say nice things about you. Very excellent. But until you underwrite us, we're going to say terrible things about you. They blow. They blow. The best thing about it is it's got like a, a dirty footprint from one of our cats from 30 years ago on it. I know. It's That's it's the, pretty the much indelible. footprint stayed there. She was a toe cat, too. It was Lily, and she had like seven toes on on her front feet. On each foot. Now he's looking at the speaker. I mean, the guy's... You're doing a podcast, and he's, like, going off and looking at the speaker. Is there a problem with that? There no, is. <laughs> so, Joe, what do you have to say about Neil Armstrong? Joe? He was the first man on the moon. What you inspired when he walked on the moon, Joe? Um, yes, I was. I was extremely inspired by that. I was... I had a copy of the book We Came in Peace. We Came in Pieces. We Came in Piss. <laughs> we Came in Pissed. <laughs> we Came in Pissed. In no, the well, English they, sense. Actually, probably did. In the English sense, that would mean they're drunk. <laughs> we, came, we came and pissed. Did That's... they leave Wiz on the moon? They probably did. Cause Who's they, the they first to... Wiz on the moon? <laughs> no, they don't talk about that. Well, actually, I wonder if they all stood around and looked at it. Oh, the first whiz on the moon. Actually, Apollo Ten might have left the first whiz on the moon. <laughs> when he turns around to walk away, hey, you left some whiz on the moon. 
<laughs> well, they had to do it in their suits. I mean, it's not like you could whip it out on the moon. You'd freeze it. <laughs> they fill a crater. <laughs> They're filling a <the> crater. <laughs> Tranquility base here. <laughs> <laughs> the crater is filled. <laughs> uh, that turdlet has landed. <laughs> Tranquility can here. <laughs> the first outhouse on the moon was was built by Neil Armstrong. Outhouse on the moon. We did that really derivative song years ago. We started to write that derivative song about picnic on the moon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's like a TV. There was like some TV movie that had had it was about a songwriter guy and they sort of came in on him during a recording session yeah and he was recording like the song that was like picnic on the moon picnic on the moon there's something about kids like yeah. you know, having, a, having a hoot nanny <laughs> yes having a jolly hoot nanny and it was the stupidest song anyone ever heard no it was great joe it may have been written by Al Poli. But um, yeah, probably he like wrote everything that was on television between 1973 mm. and 1975. Yes, and then started showing up on television. Yes, to collect his royalties. <laughs> he like, where are my royalties for all the songs I wrote? Where? Rosie, Pay me now. Rosie Greer left the stage, and <laughs> Paul Williams entered. Rosie Greer, the international symbol of. Your show is about to be canceled. It's <laughs> like three episodes away from being canceled. I think we've covered this territory. Yeah, he showed up on the Daniel Boone show, and that meant Daniel Boone was history. Harbinger of doom. Joe, but Neil Armstrong. Yes. What the hell did he die of? I think he like had like bypass surgery and then didn't go know. too well or something. I don't know. It's because he died like a month after he had surgery. It's possible, but he was uh, he was getting a little elderly. So it could uh, yeah, be any, any like, one of a number of things. Yeah. Yes. Yep. So uh, you watched the conventions? Um, no. Well, a little bit. Little you bit. Watch any? I didn't watch much of the Republican convention. I saw a little bit of the Democratic convention. I particularly, or as the Republicans would say, the Democrat convention. Oh yeah, that's right. Because you can't <laughs> it's say like they have to twist. Yeah, <laughs> Democrat Party. <laughs> That's like that is so fucking juvenile. <laughs> they have to do. It. You can tell who they're who a Republican is appealing to when they give a talk and they say, you know, if that is the, always the test. Yeah, you see, oh, he's not doing outreach today. <laughs> he said Democrat Party, the Democrat Party. I noticed Romney's been saying that a lot, so I guess he's he's not trolling for Democratic <laughs> voters. I can't think of the last time I heard them say Democratic. I mean, it's really been pretty well disciplined. The only ones I hear say Democratic are people who are, like, out of the game. You know, it's like former, like, Republican operatives will say Democratic. It's the Democrat Party. Although I heard McCain say Democratic. Oh, did you? Yep. yep. Uh, I heard him say, it was a slip, I think. Oh, McCain. Yeah. yeah. He said that recently. McCain! McCain! <laughs> McCain! 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 <laughs> McCain! Yeah, um, yeah, that's that's a real trope. They return to that all the time. And of course, I, I 
I saw just little clips of the, of the, you know, the, the Republican conventions are always so insipid. They're very difficult to watch. This is true. They are so thick syrup and it's, and it, you gotta admit, it's, it's kind of like a clan convention too. It's a little scary, especially when you look out in the crowd. Yeah, no, it's, see some, it's uh, very homogenous. Interesting, interesting creatures. I mean, they put, push a few uh minorities up front but i saw some of it but um one question i had did um did rick perry speak no because of rick so. perry speak? if he did it wasn't prime time i think he was there hmm. oh that's right because amy goodman's guy followed him around a little bit yeah one of her, one of her producers was following him around well, you, you should call rick and ask if he went Cousin Rick had little to say, though he did deliver a couple of songs. A couple yeah, of first draft yeah. songs. A couple of beauties. A couple of beauties. A couple of real beauties. This really rounds out the album. Yeah. And I think the name of the group on these songs was... The oh. Various Hairs. <laughs> what? That wasn't it. <laughs> that wasn't it. Come up with a real name, real oh, Joe. Yeah. It was the, it was the West Texas Clan turns. Oh yeah, that was it. Yeah, <laughs> I love them. I'm partial to them. It's cousin Rick Perry and the Marlboro Hicks. You can't really love them though, because that would sound kind of queer. So you gotta well, just appreciate yeah. their work. You can love Jesus. That's that's as far as your love. I love Jesus more than any man ever dared. Love him another, love man. another man. So anybody else die or anything, or are we playing a song now? Uh well we should play a song. Okay. And that song That will song would be, be Flying Up Ricky. Okay, Flying Up Ricky. And that's about what would happen. If Rick was raptured. Uh, he was raptured. He was captured. <laughs> the by end, the Jesus. In the end, I think he'll grow. <laughs> in his end, I think he'll grow. He'll grow. He'll grow. Okay, so okay. I'm on. And the two. And, and the three. here it comes again. Flying up Ricky. Now. Don't you know some things are just not fair? Houston, we have a problem. The governor is I don't know where. I was looking right at him. Suddenly he was not. Oh, all I have to be. 
Oh my god. Oh my god. I think little... I see what he was trying to do there. Yeah, it was a little south of the border treatment. Just a little bit. Yeah, just a little, kind of a flavor of the... It's got a zesty. It's a zesty Latino flavor. There's some chili peppers falling out, but not too That's many right. to make it scary. Yes. Or make it, you know... I'm not sure that was the Marlboro Hicks. Any. The Marlboro Hicks, is that... That's one of the bands. Yeah. Oh, Marlboro. That's, I think, that says it all. I think it's worth saying that Rick is performing on this next album with a different band on practically every song. Yeah, that would explain it, because every song's so different. So different. It's so rangy. It's such a a panoply of styles. It's such a Whitman <laughs> sampler of beautiful music. Yes, sampler. Some of the world's most beautiful melodies. <laughs> Bold is what I call it, Joe. Bold, Bold and dynamic. Rick is everything bold. Even in its first draft, he doesn't know the meaning of the word lose. (laughs) (laughs) No, he doesn't know the meaning of that word. He doesn't know the meaning of a lot of words. Yeah, I know. But he does know the meaning of the word pancakes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And what goes on them? Syrup. Syrup. So, okay. Okay. So I think we covered most of the news. (laughs) Yeah. Most of the relevant news, yes, I would say yes. Um, so, uh, Matt, um, did we receive any feedback from the anniversary show? Um, not that I have at my fingertips. I didn't come very well prepared. I came with this like piece of paper about horses. I think we did have some complaints. What else is new? I'm trying to remember what the complaints were about. Stall for time. I don't know. What happened in the last show? Did anybody die that we talked about? I think Gore Vidal, we talked about him. Somebody said that Gore Vidal was actually quite sexist. Did you know? Did you ever think of him that way? I must confess, I did not read all of his work. I would hate to think that he was, like, sexist somehow. I only read one of his novels. It was 1876. Mm-hmm. It was pretty good, actually. You mean you read his book in 1876? Or the book's title was 1876? The book's title. I wasn't alive in 1876. I was yet to be born several years so far. I um, see. I think I actually read it in 1976. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's been a long time. But it was. Uh, I was reading Archie comics. Well, it was educational. It was educational. It was educational. It talked about, it talked about the, uh, you know, the, the centennial disputed election of 1876. And that was between. That was between Rutherford B. Hayes and. And, um, and Rutherford C. Hayes. And Lincoln C. Hayes. Oh, I'm drawing a blank. I'm drawing a blank. Don't let it happen again, Joe. Well, anyway, so we got that feedback that perhaps Corvidal wasn't so great. Um, who who was saying that? I I don't was know. Somebody said it, Joe. Somebody said it. Well, somebody said somebody it. said it. And okay, I well, it. somebody says just about. Well, everything. I know, but that's are you at making some fun of the people who complain? We're lucky to get any feedback on this thing at all. 
I haven't on heard any yet. That well, that was the feedback. It was that why are you saying that Gorvanal could do no wrong because he was also doing wrong? And the feedback came from I don't remember, Arjo. I don't have it in front of me. I'm just summoning it up, summing it up. No well, we didn't say he could do no wrong. I know. We well, we always people always take us the wrong way. People always take what we say wrong, Joe. Last time, they thought we were saying that... Ernest um, Borgner. <laughs> yes. <laughs> masturbated to death. Well, nobody said that either. Nobody said anything of the sort. No one would suggest that. I'm trying to think of other complaints. Who else died? That would help. Um, <laughs> Who else died last month? <laughs> it's been a busy Oh, month. Alex Coburn, but nobody said anything about what we said about oh, him. that's true. So. I think only you and I know him. <laughs> um, Lots of people know him, Joe. Yes, that's very true. He he would very rarely show up on uh, like things like Nightline back in the 80s. Nightline! <laughs> I've actually seen him speak three times i saw him twice once at utica college once at hamilton college yeah i think you you were with me when when i, I saw him the first time yeah but it was like hamilton. in the 80s yep it was like 1986 or 1987 yep. i knew him well because i was i was reading him every didn't you go week? the second time we went to see him though at, at hamilton well, uh, there was one that we there talked was one to at him. the chapel. Do you remember the time we... T- this yes. wasn't at the chapel, I don't think. Well, there was... I, I went to see him once at, a, at the chapel over there. I thought you were with me, but maybe not. Hill. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Maybe not. Maybe you weren't with me. I don't know. Maybe. It was... I, might, I, I know... I remember ago. seeing him twice. One I know is at Utica College, and one was at Hamilton. And they brought him to UC in, like... And we talked to him at the Hamilton one at yes. the very end. We went up and asked him some questions about Somoza in Nicaragua. Yep. <clears throat> Somoza, the dictator, not the snack. Although, I wish <laughs> I had some now. Not the delicious <laughs> South Asian delicacy. Um, <laughs> that, yeah. that you're confusing the, <laughs> the treat with Samosa. the country. Yeah. Somoza. <laughs> S'mores, I think you're thinking of. Samosa. Yeah, s'mores. No, it's samosas. That sounds like a disease. They're little, I've got some little potato filled pastries. Very small. Tata filled. Tata filled. They got tatas. Oh, so it's not the s'more, which is like chocolate. No, and, samosas. And marshmallow, which is samosas. made with gelatin. So. It's Indian. Vegans like me can't have marshmallows, Joe. Aww. So there, you can eat. Is it the marsh part you can't eat or the mallow? Let's see, the animal. <laughs> they put fucking gelatin in Joe. That's not very nice. No, it's not to those who has to have to cough up the gelatin. Ooh. <laughs> oh. Yum. Oh. Um, we have another song. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Rick. I take it. Well, of course. And it is... It is called North Camp Pastor. Well, that that was his camp. 
That's his that camp. That was the hunting camp, Jofer. Hunting. That's his hunting camp, and he changed the name. Yeah, because it was the N-word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was. Yep. Yes. They could only say that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's the South. They don't ever use that word ever. <laughs> yeah. Um, North Camp Pasture. Yeah, so it was uh, so very he, special. He's, uh, he's uh, picking at a troublesome, troublesome wound there then. I'd have to say so, yeah. It's... That's interesting. Well, they have a troubling history. So, uh, Rick is uh, getting, a little, getting a little introspective. Yes, he's um, he's causing some uh, he's causing some consternation and some constipation, <laughs> to say the very least. So, this song is dedicated to. This song is dedicated to all the people that joined him on his hunting expeditions over at North Camp. I wish it was me. Maybe Cheney was there. Cheney might have been there behind the duck blind. <laughs> Look out! He put the hole in Jackson Hole. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's Wyoming. Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, that's where he's from. Yeah, I know. Except when he's not there, the hole mysteriously disappears from Jackson Hole. It's yes. just Jackson. <laughs> yes. I went to Jackson. I went to Jackson. What's wrong? You're looking at controls and stuff that controls. I don't understand. I'm like Dr. Smith when it comes to the control panel. I just try to press the pretty buttons. <laughs> Ooh, this is pretty. Okay, well, let's hear the song. Okay. Here it goes. Dun, 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 dun. Get, the, get the real spooled across the heads and... Press play. It's not working. <laughs> yeah, we have to do it better. <laughs> Here it goes. Oh. There's a rock on the road that tells you where you're going. The inscription oh, I washed and faded. It's a Baby. 
Quite an accomplishment. Splendiferous. That was amazing by Cousin Rick. Rick, he's... Out of the triumph. Him and the Marlboro Hicks. Whatever will the finished performance sound like. the band that he played with this time? Oh, um, it was... I'm looking at the credits. It was the High Shockers. It was the... (laughs) It was the High Shockers. (laughs) It was the West Texas Clan Turns. I thought they did the last one. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> the didgeridoes. It was the didgeridoes. <laughs> it's Cousin Rick and the didgeridoes. <laughs> the didgeridoes. <laughs> it's the didgeridoes. It's the didgeridoes. With Rick. Rick. And the dolts. Cousin Rick. Yeah. Yeah. He did good. Yeah, he did good. I think uh, for... Uh, Neil Armstrong, we should play One Small Step. Oh, yes. So, you one can small actually step. cut this part of us talking about it now. Why we, ever would I do that? You make it sound like I edit this. That's what you do a little bit. You do like clumsy edits. It's like I'll listen to the podcast to see what we said, you know, to see what I'm going to get in trouble for. And... <laughs> I'll notice, like, what the hell? This seems to be like a half an hour missing there. <laughs> and it comes back, like, in the middle of somebody saying a word. Let's see here. It's like, what? It could work. I think you've said enough. <laughs> yes, uh, my editorial skills are tempered by the fact that I don't have any time. Yeah, well, who does these days, Joe? 
kids are busy raising their parents and taking them to okay snocker practice or so i understand (laughs) snocker practice so when i finish this i'll butcher it (laughs) he's gonna butchery do it butcher it into shape (laughs) and then he's gonna take his kids to snocker practice then i'm gonna buy snossages for the lot of them (laughs) so how many kids do you have now Joe? I have no children. I don't have any either. I just have jelly. <laughs> I've got a bucket of jelly, and that's what I have to bring to snocker practice. That's why I need an SUV. You sounded like the cowardly lion there. <laughs> You're right. I pulled my own tail. <laughs> That's your oh you did it yourself. Somebody's pulling my tail. You did it yourself. <laughs> Very funny. Uh that's actually a funny movie. It's hilarious, Joe. It's a nightmare. And I learned from it. Yeah, I learned from it. There's not a week goes by that I don't quote that movie. Yes. We live off of this. <laughs> She's dead. You killed her. <laughs> All hell, Dorothy. <laughs> I know. It's, it's like, wow, who expected him to say that? Very fast transition. <laughs> yes, I think we covered this. <laughs> we covered this ground oh, last month, I believe. Oh, uh, did we? Uh, yes, I was just yeah. listening to our podcast. Why do you Re- do listening that? to it again and again. <laughs> so you're the one who keeps sending all the complaints. Yes. Well, well why shouldn't I complain and make myself look like an ass? You are the ass. Yeah. Huh. Okay, well, I guess we probably didn't talk about anything of consequence this month. But what the hell? We're very busy. Well, interestingly enough, this is the first anniversary of our second month of podcast. That's fascinating. What? Ever could you say next that would be interesting? The season now is so far, we just find clothes of the nice thing that I don't want and I like. As a ball, as you want, you want it for the heat. You see, that's a song called My Bed that we, we were actually, we released the album here to like absolutely nothing. And when we released it on the Planet Collab, <laughs> we had to do it in their language and so that's what you hear yes I never quite lost that ability to say those collabing syllables that's right well you know i don't think we ever did a terrestrial release of that song no we didn't joe well we did but it didn't it didn't it did nothing on the charts joe it took flight and it smashed into the feebly glow. <laughs> that sounds like it was translated and it was English. <laughs> That's we translated it back into English. Damn it. The clown with the hat. 
Return to speaking in tongues. <laughs> That's how we started this podcast. That's right. This, this will be the in speaking in tongues edition. And I want to apologize for Just, my voice is like almost gone because some idiot made me talk like a horse <laughs> earlier today. And this one will talk to those voices, <laughs> horse. So now I can't talk at all. Uh-oh. I'm playing a washboard. You have to use your rings, man. Yeah, well, I don't... I have... Oh, I do have rings. (laughs) I think we can end it there. (laughs) <laughs> it's like wow I've got rings <laughs> we I'm have rings. Sammy Davis <laughs> I can count your rings and find out how old you are <laughs> I can do that too quite well we had a good month yes it's time for us it's go. time for us it's time for us to go <laughs> <laughs> That was what I'd call a terminal note. Time for us to go. It's 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 time for us to go. Someday we're going to have to, like, actually, you know, make this a song instead of just, like... It's time for us, it's time for us to go. It's time for us to go. It's time for us to go. And we're gone. Time for us, it's time for us. It's time for us to go. To go. Excellent. X marks the spot where the treasure is. Exquisite. Eczema. Exoriasis. Seborrhea. Gangrene. It's over. Thank you. Well, that's it for this month. Big Green was brought to you by a consortium of experts. Each one of them particularly talented and unfeared. Too numerous to name. So we won't even bother. Thanks for joining us. You can learn more about us at big-green.net. Follow us on Twitter at BigGreenJoe. That's my handle. Also, at Man Size Tuber. Don't ask. See ya.